Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. To go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where we are thrilled to be joined by Marley Rivera. She's a baseball insider for ESPN and ESPN.com. And we've got some breaking news to discuss with Marley, some potentially good news. The Major League Baseball Players Association has officially finalized a proposal to Major League Baseball for a season in the neighborhood of 70 games. That according to Jeff Passan of ESPN. Marley, first of all, thanks so much for giving us some time. What's your reaction to the latest news with these negotiations? in baseball. Well, this is precisely what we were expecting. And uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And I think that you need to, every time I call in, or you guys call me, you need to change the name of the celebrity line. <laughs> I don't know that that really applies to me. But uh, Brendan and Damien really appreciate it. <laughs> you say that. Down to the batter at hand. Um, it's expected, right? From the beginning, one of the things that happened, you know, and we've been chatting about this four weeks ago when the you know MLB presented you know one of the many many proposals to the union I believe we're on proposal five right now I could be wrong (laughs) um when they said that MLB never truly negotiated right so then at this point and in my opinion because and this is a personal opinion because Rob Manfred pretty much really embarrassed himself out there you know by walking back comments of saying, you know, I'm going to have 100% a season, and then walking that back and saying, I'm not so sure, and it leaking that six or eight owners, you know, around six, eight owners were not on board and would rather not have a season. So he decides, right, to fly over to Arizona to chat with Tony, and that was necessary, right? That is the olive branch that Major League Baseball needed to do with the MLBPA, and then they did this framework for a real conversation now. And the framework was with 60 games, it's exactly what we expected. The union to reply back to be 70 and they can settle in 65. So um, this is the same conversation that they should have been having four weeks ago, and it's unfortunate that they did it. Now, Marley, look, we can circle back and highlight the, uh, we'll call it the lack of performance by Rob Manfred (laughs) when he makes comments, changes them, and then says things, then goes on national TV and talks about how it's a disaster and they're devastated. After all those things, the owners were kind of put into a corner on this one where they had to do something. But do you think we'd be at the same place right now as we are if Rob Manfred had not made those comments? I don't think so. It's like a weird thing, right? Like the fact that those comments happened, they sort of serve as the, you know, as the catalyst for everything that we're talking about right now, right? So it is the catalyst. So we do need to appreciate the fact that that it happened and it's got a 
quote-unquote positive result. What's unfortunate is that it needed to happen, right? Like, that's the part that is really unfortunate. Um, the same with Rob Manfred, who is a very, very smart man and a very savvy union negotiating lawyer, is that it's sort of, in my opinion, he was thinking like a union, you know, like a labor lawyer, and not thinking as the commissioner of baseball. What is best for baseball? And not only that, you know, it's the first time, and I'm actually really happy to see it, that it was seen truly for what it was. The players were giving something, the owners were not. And this is the point where the owners are going to have to give. And not only that, this is a very, very important relationship because they're going to have to have the same conversations at the end of 2021 ahead of a new collective bargaining agreement. So, you know, at this point, it was... You know, embarrassing and ridiculous that it had to happen, but I am so glad that it did because now it gets us maybe to, you know, maybe to a season. Now, Marley, why do you think it took so long for Rob Manfred <laughs> and Tony Clark to get into a room? I mean, I've Money. been saying oh. it for weeks now. I'm like, if I'm negotiating anything at all, I want to get in front of this person or at least even a Zoom oh. phone call where it's just the two of us on here and we're not leaving for eight hours until we figure at least a few yeah. things out. Why why did it take so long? Well, this has a lot to do with the constituency. So I'm going to be very fair to both sides, even though I'm on the record uh, of being on the player side very often. But right now I'm going to try do my best to go down the line. And they're both trying to serve their constituency. So it isn't something that Rob Manson and Tony Clark could have just simply solved. It really isn't. So the point where they are right now and having this conversation and a great move by the commissioner to decide to I'm getting on a plane and I'm going to go see Tony in his office at home in Phoenix, then that part was very positive. Right. But that's exactly you know what we're talking about, that it needed to happen before, but their constituencies did not allow them. I, I, I assume right. I assume that the players, you know, were not really you know on board yet, you know, all these weeks. Because the owners are not negotiating. So I don't think that it could have happened any other way, other way even though I'm criticizing it myself. It needed to get, you know, to this point, to this boiling point, to it finally maybe, you know, come through. We're talking with Marley Rivera. She's a baseball insider for ESPN and ESPN.com. Give her a follow on Twitter, at Marley Rivera ESPN. Marley, the union just proposed 70 games. The owners proposed 60 games. Bob Nightingale (laughs) saying there's a $250 million difference. I can also do the math. There's a five-game difference between the two (laughs) of them to meet in the middle. Am Am I being too simplistic by just saying, just go with 65 games, play the season, let's get this thing done? by the weekend no i don't think so i think you're being fair and i think that you're being a fan <laughs> and i think you're being like just kind of like all of us like right now right at this point in the negotiations this is exactly what we expect if i offer you you know i'm gonna buy this for 100 and you tell me i'm selling it for 150 then maybe we can decide on 125 that never happened before so this is where we are, right? But I completely agree with you. I think we should see it, you know, simplistically. But then again, it isn't only five games. It's hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. So when you were talking about, you know, why hasn't this moved forward in four weeks, you know, all you can hear in the background is catching, right? It's all about money. Unfortunately, you know, baseball is a business and a billionaire's business. So um, we'll see what happens. But I'm with you. I think 65 is the number. 
Marley, uh, how important do you think it is that once this gets resolved, and it looks like it's going to be resolved here in the next couple days, hopefully anyways, but how important is it for you to have these two sides continue dialogue immediately on future CBA to avoid this kind of a mess again at the end of next season? I actually believe that they need to step aside. I think they right now, and this may not be a popular opinion, right? But this is, but then again, I'm against the universal DH, so I've heard it all today. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, I am not afraid of a little Twitter hate uh, on my love of the of the no universal DH. Uh, that's, that's a popular anyway. opinion here, Marley. So you're you're, you're in good <laughs> yeah, faith oh, here. Fun. I have talked to the people who know about baseball, <laughs> so that I kind of uh, I kind of appreciate it, and I keep going like you know around the. Uh, around the subject, and then when I do that, I lose the question. So, you know, to be quite honest, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Don't tell me. I'm very, very honest. <laughs> no, so, that's uh, all right. Back to, please, be so kind to repeat your question. Yeah, no, I just <laughs> said, how important is it for the two sides to get back together and start oh, negotiating yeah. the CBA? So there you go. Please don't ever get old. <laughs> I'm already there. Like on a vacation. My brain has gone on vacation under this pandemic. This is what happens when you live in a 600-square-foot apartment in New York City and you haven't left in 110 days. <laughs> so um, let's, uh, let's go back. So my unpopular opinion, right, my unpopular opinion is that they should not talk about this anymore. The situation, right, solves, you know, solves the season. The number one thing that is going to be a logistical nightmare in the next couple of days is figuring out the schedule. That is your focus. Like just, you know, the CBA is at the end of 2021. Right now it's time to heal these wounds, to kind of, you know, stop putting salt and stop putting vinegar on them. Like it's not time for that. It's time to actually start to do some sort of healing because we were saying before, these are the same people that have to negotiate at the end of 2020, right? So 2021, I apologize. So then that's exactly what they have to do. In my opinion, you know what? Solve it now. Let it go. Make this season happen. And then we can chat in the spring. That's just my opinion right now. We're talking with Marley Rivera. She's a baseball insider for ESPN and ESPN.com. Marley, here in St. Louis, one thing that's been discussed quite a bit is Jack Flaherty and the public nature of his comments. He has been unafraid, frankly, to say what is on his mind with these negotiations and how how disappointed and frustrated he's become with the negotiations with the owners. How much do you think something like that, the public nature of him speaking out, and I'm not opposed to it, I want to put that out on the front end, how much do you think that could potentially affect a player's future in a market like St. Louis, for instance? I don't know that it could affect your future, but the point is that you do have to be the right messenger, and I do believe that Jack Flaherty is the kind of messenger that, that players should have. Right? This is a very talented young man who is very well-educated and well-spoken and who can actually speak his mind uh, correctly, unlike we saw what happened with the Tampa Bay Rays picture. Right? So then if that kind of stuff keeps happening, then that diminishes the stance of players. But I do believe in stuff like what Jack Flaherty has been doing, not only on the topics of the negotiations, but also on the topics of race and Major League Baseball, which is one of those things that no one wants to touch. Right, half of the time with Major League Baseball. So I admire players. You know, let's say what you want, you know, about a certain pitcher from from Cleveland to the Reds and Trevor Bauer, but he speaks his mind. And I appreciate, especially coming from baseball players who normally are the people who never like to stir the pot, I am complete I'm just so happy to actually see someone having an educated opinion.
So that is actually what I think about Jack Flaherty's work. All right, Marley, we play a little game of over-under here in the studio. <laughs> and um, our good buddy here, Brandon, he threw it out there. He said the over-under, he's going to set it at Sunday, let's say. Over-under, do you think Major League Baseball gets all of this finalized before or after? I went with the over. I think it's a Monday morning announcement just for PR mm. reasons. I'm trying to put my business hat on. My buddies in the studio, Alex Ferrario on our board and Brandon Kiley. They went with the under. I'm curious to have an expert in here in Marley Rivera. And you tell me, are you going over or under under Brandon's Sunday deadline? You know what? I'm going under. And the reason why, I'm going to be very specific as to why, though, right? Like, I'm going to explain my reasoning, and this has nothing to do with an expert. It had to do with the media savvy, right? I live in New York City, live most of my life here, uh, no New York media. And it's not a Friday's news dump. What you do is you dominate the news cycle. So if you do it on Friday morning or Thursday night, you dominate the news cycle. So that is actually what I believe that Major League Baseball would like to do. I think that this is going to be a 24-hour turnaround. Let's be very clear that it's something that the fans need to know. The fact that they come to an agreement on certain things, there's still a lot of logistics to be worked out, right? Like, start thinking. There are international players that need to get back. The reporting process of the players is very detailed specifically in the 67-page document about health and safety. They have to report in, like, they have a 10-day period to do their reporting. So it all takes time. So, But in terms of just coming to an agreement, if you are smart and you're media savvy and you want to dominate the airwaves, which is exactly what you can do from Friday to Monday, I think it happens by tomorrow. Marley, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> hopefully we're able to watch some baseball soon, and hopefully there's an agreement that comes out. I do like the fact that basically 24 hours after the owners came out with their proposal, we have an, yeah. we have another proposal. It's the first time that it's been that quick in the back and forth. So it seems like things are ramping up. We always appreciate you hopping on with us. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today, Marley. Of course, it's my pleasure. And please, please keep 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 the National League intact. <laughs> yeah, we'll do our best, although they don't answer everyone, our calls a lot. Everyone is going. Everyone is going to hate me. I can only tell you that, like ninety nine. If I have a hundred media friends. You know, 99 of them are against it. Well, you have made it to the one place in America, Marley, where that is a popular stance is saying, I want the designated hitter to not be here in St. Louis. So that is certainly the popular stance here. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Truly appreciate it. Absolutely. That's Marley Rivera. You're the best. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today.